been staring at the edge of the water long as I can remember, never really knowing why. I wish I could be the perfect daughter, but I come back to the water no matter how hard I try. Every turn I take, every trail I track, every path I make, every road leads back to the place I know where I cannot go, where I long to be. See the line where the sky meets the sea, it calls me, and no one knows how far it goes. If the wind in my sail on the sea stays Hello everyone, this is Andre Hutchins, your host of the Backseat Directors Podcast, and today you are listening to a very, very special bonus episode, and however long I continue podcasting, I may never do a more special and more personally meaningful episode. Today's bonus episode is dedicated to my angel niece, Reagan. Exactly one year ago today, Reagan Catherine Anderson age three, and first daughter to my sister Jacqueline and her husband Ben, first sister to my nephews Aiden, Ethan, and Keaton, first granddaughter to my parents, and first niece to my siblings and me, passed away in a drowning accident. Reagan was rushed to Primary Children's Hospital in Salt Lake City, where she was put on life support and closely monitored for over 24 hours. On June 17, 2016, Reagan was taken off of life support and returned home to her creator, and the creator of us all. There are no amount of words that could ever fully convey the light and joy that Reagan was to her parents, her siblings, and to all of us. She had every nickname imaginable. Rags, Reggy, Reggy Baggy, Bags, Baggy, Ray, Ray Ray, Bug, and Hot Dog. She wore a constant smile that was only ever challenged by the sound of her parents saying that it was time to go to bed. <laughs> She had an incomparable enthusiasm for life, as there was no activity, sport, game, or challenge that would ever stop her from trying. Being the the younger sister of three older brothers, Reagan learned quickly to keep up and keep guard. (laughs) No one was more feisty or more spirited when it came to playing with her brothers, and yet no one could have been more infatuated with dolls, princesses, and dress-up. Whatever the game, whatever the make-believe, she wore her passion on her sleeve. Reagan was deeply loved by her family, and yet the greatest memory that I personally will always cherish is the unwavering and unconditional love she had for me and for everyone she ever met. Reagan's heart never knew indifference or prejudice. The light she exuded would dispel any dark day I may have been having, and up until that point when I would come over to visit, walk through their door, and hear her yell, Anjay! as she came running into my arms with the biggest hug that would challenge any grown adult. So my purpose in sharing this podcast with all of you listeners today is to share just a glimpse of the joy that we were all able to experience that uh, Reagan provided. The Backseat Directors podcast is dedicated to the topic and discussion of movies. And movies for many people, myself included, provide a way to create lasting memories and a special bond with whom you share those movies. I have many strong and happy memories that are associated with movies that I will carry the rest of my life. 
and Reagan is no exception. She loved movies, and Disney movies were her speciality. Anything from the 1973 Robin Hood to the 2012 Brave, these movies captivated her imagination and inspired her through song. Her first movie obsession, if I recall correctly, was to no surprise, Frozen. Let It Go was a constant tune in her home, and she was fully supported by her brothers as they all memorized these songs and took part in many impromptu shows and performances for our viewing pleasure. Reagan's dreams came true, and finally, at an age old enough to remember and appreciate the experience, she went to Disneyland with her whole family. Reagan's mom, Jacqueline, the dutiful and loving mom that she is, stood in line for hours and hours as Reagan, all dressed up in her princess outfit, met hugged, and took pictures with every Disney princess possible. Even though these are just bits and pieces of the wonderful life that Reagan lived, these are memories that we will hold near and dear to our hearts for the rest of our lives. I miss my niece terribly, and there is not a day that goes by that she is not on my mind. But as much as we have all missed Reagan and continue to miss her, I know that it is small in comparison as to the depth of emotion that her parents and her siblings feel as they endure day after day without their precious daughter and sister. Reagan, you were a window into the heart of God and His never-ending love for all of His children. Thank you for every memory and every lesson you gave us. I love you always and eagerly await that day when we will see you again. Everyone, I will end this podcast with a shared precious memory of Reagan from my wife, my parents, and my siblings. This is my gift to you, Jacqueline, and you, Ben, on this day the one-year angelversary of our beloved Reagan Catherine Anderson. I hope you enjoy. My name is Amy. I am Andre's wife, and I had the pleasure of marrying into the family and being Reagan's aunt for about a year and a half, I think. Um, But one of the most special memories I have of and with Rags is on our wedding day. And... She um, she ran up to me after we walked out of the ceremony and was the first one to hug me and kept just staring at me, staring at my dress, holding my dress, touching my dress, and being super entranced, probably because it was a big dress and looked like a princess and she loved princesses, but she was just my little buddy that whole day. She kept um, just holding my dress and I'd lean down and give her a hug. Um, and she would carry my dress as I walked, and it was a really fun, special day um, that I have since treasured and treasured. Um, I love looking at the pictures of our wedding day um, because it was so special, and it was so special to have her spirit there, her sweet spirit, and to have her be so excited for me and Andre on our special day and to be fully living the day with us and so excited for us. Love you, Riggs. Hi, my name is Craig and I'm Reagan's grandpa. The memory that I have of Riggs the most is her wrangling with her dog, Elsa. That is just the thing that sticks out most in my mind as I think of her because she just loved that dog and almost loved it to death. She would literally wrap her arms around its neck and say, come on Elsa, come, and just drag it. And Elsa, being a dutiful, obedient dog, even when it was a puppy, would do its best to 
cooperate, although you could tell it wasn't enjoying itself. So that's my memory that sticks out most about Reagan's as we approach the one-year mark. Thank you. Hi everyone, my name is Leslie and I am officially Grandma from Reno, or just Grandma. That's the way Reagan knows me. And um, my favorite memory of Reagan is when um, Haven was born, her baby sister, and I got to spend two weeks with her and her family in their home, uh, helping take care of the new baby. And Reagan and I shared a room. Reagan had a little toddler bed and I had a queen bed. And we'd put Reagan to bed about 8.30 and then um, I'd come to bed about 10 o'clock and sometimes Reagan was still awake. And so she would toddle over to the bed and, um, and she'd say, Grandma, I listen to your phone. And so I would help her climb up into the bed with me and we would go on YouTube and pull up some Frozen music videos and we would um, really enjoy ourselves laughing and singing along and watching Olaf and Elsa and Anna and, and it was uh, a lot of fun. It was a great memory for us until mom came in and got us in trouble and told us to turn off the lights and go to bed. Um, one of the other things that I loved about Reagan was uh, whenever we would FaceTime on the phone, she would say, Grandma, you, you come to my house and play with me in my room. Of course, Reagan said that to everybody. Didn't make me special, just touched my heart. But Reagan was a wonderful, wonderful child that loved to welcome everyone into her heart and into her home. And, uh, and she sure made everyone feel loved. And that was a special thing about her that uh, she was able to do, just really, really touch the hearts of so many people. Um, even though she was only three, she just uh, was an exceptional child and um, she will forever be our little angel. And thanks for this opportunity to talk about Reagan and to remember her and um, uh, love you guys. All right, thanks, bye. This is Uncle Robbie, although Reagan always just called me Wobby. Um, as I look back on the memories I made with Reagan, uh, a couple stand out. Uh, one was she always loved to be chased uh, around uh, the house or wherever she was, um, although she was never a big fan of being caught. Um, as soon as you would put her back down, she would uh, start to run off again in, uh, in anticipation of you chasing her. But I'd have to say, the one singular memory that uh, stands out the most to me and will always be my favorite is, uh, I don't recall when exactly, but I was at Ben and Jacqueline's and uh, was watching TV. And you have to remember, Reagan hated my beard. Uh, she always thought it was too scratchy. But she crawled up on the couch with me and snuggled up to me, which was rare for her. I wasn't exactly her favorite uncle. Um, she didn't know me as well as Andre or Hunter. Um, but she started to pet my beard and, and, and comb it with her fingers. Um, uh, I guess she realized it wasn't so scratchy that I actually keep it nice and soft. Um, but uh, that memory is, is my favorite because uh, that was a real special time that I got to spend with Reagan, just her and I. Um, that was a special moment between the two of us.
So, um, she will be missed. Um, but I know we will see her again. And love you guys. My name is Aunt Roxanne, and I have a very special memory of Reagan. A few weeks before she passed, her mom, Jacqueline, and I went to Sam's Club. And that day, she was, Reagan was being very emotional, um, as emotional as a three-year-old can be. But she was getting hungry, and we were leaving Sam's Club, and she just kept yelling, I want a cheeseburger. And we kept telling her, okay, Riggs, we're going to get you a cheeseburger. Do you want a cheeseburger? And then she would say, no, I want a cheeseburger. And uh, this made zero sense to me or her mom because obviously she was just very tired and hungry because she wasn't listening to what we were saying. But um, I was able to get her to calm down and finally asked her, hey, are you listening to me? And she said, yeah. And I said, okay, what did I say? And she said, I want a cheeseburger. And I said, no, that's what you said. What did I say? And she said, I don't know. And I said, we're going to get you a cheeseburger. Is that going to be okay? And she said, yes. And this is just one of the many, many memories that I have of Riggs. Um, She was so, so funny and spunky and... Just never, you never really knew what to expect with her, but this particular day I felt like I was triumphant and I was able to reason with a three-year-old and um, I love that little girl and I miss her and I think about her every, every day and that's my special memory of Rakes. Hi, my name is Holly Ensign. I am Reagan's aunt, one of many. Um, We've been asked to share a little something about Reagan, either memory or something like that um, of her because we are coming up on her one year on June 17th and um, there's a lot of bittersweet things that will come with that day. Um, For me, there's a Lots of little things I remember about Reagan that I will always cherish. There's um, some that are happy and some that make me sad. And um, uh, some of those probably would be like her famous faces she would make. She was a girl of many faces. She was so animated and so full of life and her faces would just crack you up and you couldn't believe that she was only two or however old she was um and it would just it would crack you up but another thing um I think of when I think of Riggs is um how I would always want to go in and give her a kiss when I was leaving or when I was just getting there and she would without fail always put her head to the side like give me her cheek like a princess would honestly (laughs) Which, uh, which I found uh, very cute. It was very sweet. Even though I really wanted her to give me a kiss, she didn't. But she would allow me to kiss her on her cheek, which would just crack me up. 
her and her sister Haven are actually very similar that way. I remember always wanting Rags to come to me and to let me hold her and stuff, but I think she was very, very attached to her her parents. She loved her mom and her dad the most, and um, she would not willingly come to me if she was being held by one of them, and Haven is actually very similar in that way. <laughs> Another thing that makes me think of Reagan is um, these voicemails and phone calls that I would get from Jacqueline um, just to call and say hi or see what I was up to or see if I was available or anything, and she always had Rags with her, and so when she would call me, she would always let Reagan say hi as well, and um, Rags every time would say, you come play with me, my house, and, and now looking back, you know, and this is what's sad and true and also funny about hindsight is just that we would probably do things so differently if we knew what the future held for us or or um, what events would take place soon. If I had only known that Riggs would be with us for such a short amount of time, I would have I would have dropped everything and come and played with her at her house, knowing that I only had a short amount of time with her. And I wish I wish that I had. Um, and then, you know, of course, I will always remember the last time I saw her. Um, it was actually a very, very fun day before all that happened. Um, I loved, I loved that I got to be there with her on her last day on earth. I feel very lucky and grateful for that. I got to swim with her and play with her and eat some lunch with her and hear her say funny, funny things. She just always, always was making me laugh. I couldn't believe that she was only three. That's the thing is she just always seemed so much older, more capable or more aware than a three-year-old usually is or should be. And, and she was beyond her years and, and, uh, maybe that's why, maybe that's why Heavenly Father felt like it was her time to go, that she was, she was ready and, and spiritually mature, I guess, um, that that she was ready to go and we love her so much we will always always miss her we'll miss her every day until we get to see her again which i can't wait hi this is uncle hunter one of my most cherished memories of rags is uh, one of my last memories of her um the last time i was with reagan in person was the night before I proposed to, well, the, ver- the very night, hours before I proposed to Lauren, and um, I had come over for dinner to see all the boys and Riggs and Haven, and um, they were just so, so crazy that night. Um, I, we were, Lauren and I came over just to have dinner to see the boys, but, and, you know, she didn't have any clue that I was preparing to propose tonight, but I just wanted to be there with the boys before I did it, and, um, well, I guess all the kids, not just the boys, but all the kids, and, 
I just remember they were being so over the top crazy. They were like Keaton or someone was on my back, and they were and Ethan and Reagan were all um, going crazy, and um, Reagan would not get off my leg. I think she was wrapped her arms and her legs around my leg arms and legs around my leg and I was trying to walk down the stairs and they were just laughing their hearts out they were laughing so hard and they were having so fun and I just remember you know feeling it was such a serene moment where they were just so all so happy and were having so much fun and I I knew that school was going to be getting out that week and I was going to be moving down to San Diego to do summer sales for a couple months and I I just knew I was going to miss them and, um, you know, eventually I, you know, shook him off my leg and Laura and I were able to run out the door and say goodbye. But, um, I just remember having such a good time with them that the very last night that I saw them because I wasn't able to, um, see them to go say goodbye before I left to San Diego. And I always regretted that not, not, it was everything was so busy with finals and packing up and um, we had plans to stop by um, Lauren's family's ranch for the first time and um, anyway we just were rushed for time and I wasn't able to end up find, having time to go up to Lehigh to, to say goodbye to all of them so I I missed them a lot when I was in San Diego and then um, the day that Reagan drowned, um, I had called Lauren and we were FaceTiming and I got to see Riggs and she was being all obnoxious and saying that she hated her hot dog or something. And, um, but yeah, that was, that was one of my most cherished memories was just that the last time I was with them in person and I really miss her a lot. Um, I think about her every day. And anyway, her her memory is very cherished in my in my mind, and I loved her so much, and I still do, and I look forward to seeing her again someday. So anyway, that's my memory. Hey, so my name is Samantha. I'm Reagan's aunt. Um, one of my favorite memories that I remember with Reagan is that one time we were at a reception, a wedding reception for a friend, and Jackie and her kids were all in town, and it was a garden party themed, and um, I had gotten there before Jackie and the, and Reagan had, and when I saw them come in, I realized that Reagan and I had accidentally matched, and it was the best thing, because she was so excited to have matched with me, and <laughs> Um, she was just telling everyone, she like, she didn't want to leave my side and she would just hold my hand and walk around and tell people like, we match, we match, look, we match. And it was just the cutest thing because I think that's just the most I've ever felt Reagan, um, just be excited (laughs) to look like me and be like me. And it just really meant a lot to me that she, that that meant so much to her and it was so small, but it really won my heart. The snow glows white on the mountain tonight, not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation, and it looks like I'm the queen. 
The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside Couldn't keep it in, heaven knows I tried Don't let them in, don't let them see Be the good girl you always have to be Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know Well now It's funny how some distance makes everything seem small And the fears that once controlled me can't get to me at all It's time to see what I can do to test the limits and break through No right, no wrong, no rules for me